Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Hello, and welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast. This is Adventures with Outdoor Woman, and here's your host, this is Susie Roloff. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another Adventures with Outdoor Woman podcast, and I'm your host, Susie Roloff, and today I have another epic guest lady on the show. I got Miss Cher Carbassian. She's coming out of Fort Worth, Texas, and she is on the Hobie Fishing Team with the Angler Pro Tackle and Outdoors Shop. Welcome, Cher. Glad to have you today. Woohoo! So thankful to be here. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, how about uh, you tell folks um, kind of how you got into kayak fishing, how long you've been doing it, um, how you got on the Hobie Fishing Team, if there's a story behind that, and uh, maybe a little story about uh, your name too. Um, so uh, I'll let you take the floor from here. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. I so appreciate being here. This is awesome. Um, let's see. Well, I started kayak fishing probably, it's been two and a half years now. Um, my husband actually wanted to kayak fish and I I wanted a boat. I wanted to get a big (laughs) boat. I was like, let's save our money. Let's get a boat. Well, I did a hair show out of town. He calls me and says, I'm getting a kayak. I was like, no, don't do it. And next thing I know, he starts sending me pictures of him and my daughter on a tandem kayak and catching fish. And I was like, no way. (laughs) So (laughs) the next day I come home, he takes me out on the water. And I was so close to the water that I was like, this is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. I was like, forget the big boat. Get me a kayak. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then uh, I got my first kayak. I had a a Vibe Yellow Fin. That was my very first one. We just bought it, you know, a used one. Loved it. Um, Then I upgraded to a new canoe, which was awesome, but it was just huge. Um, By me having to carry it by myself was, I mean, very hard. Then we upgraded to the Hobie, and the Hobie has been like, oh, my gosh. I, I you, No turning back. <laughs> it's like, man, this is the best. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, getting into a kayak was so much different. And, I mean, I've fished all my life. I grew up fishing. I did trout fishing when I was younger. And then when I moved here to Texas, my husband introduced me to bass fishing, 
and we would go to ponds. We would just, you know, bank fish. We'd try to get in as much as we could. But like I said, the second I got on that kayak, that made like a world of difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because I got the Hobie from my dealership, um, we became really close friends with them. And then that's how he kind of introduced me into the Hobie fishing team, talked to me about it and said he wanted to um, submit me and told me all, you know, what, what we were going to do. And I submitted my resume or whatever you want to call the little application. And uh, then I got a call back and said, yeah, you, you made it. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so exciting. And I got to share it with you guys. <laughs> I know. That's right. Yeah, we both got to share that awesome experience at the women's event last fall. I mean, that was, yeah, that was probably the best day of your life, right? Oh, my yeah, hello. <laughs> definitely one of them. <laughs> right? <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Um, so yeah, so you've been fishing ever since, uh, you know, you were a kid or whatnot. So who taught you? Was it your mom, your dad, a family member, friends? Mom and dad, definitely. I mean, like I said, we lived in, uh, we used to live in Las Cruces, New Mexico. So we would go up to Riodoso and go into the mountains, into the Indian reservations and fish all day. We'd sit, I mean, just sit in the chair. We'd have our little bobber and we'd have our uh, fish eggs, salmon eggs, and we'd just sit out there. And then we would actually, my father uh, and mom showed me how to cut them and clean them in the streams and we'd cook them. Yeah, we, oh my gosh, that is definitely a memory I will never forget. You know, when you go fishing, just going up the mountain, just going driving up the mountain you could just smell with the windows down you could smell the pine trees just incredible right oh that's awesome i i know those are I, i'm jealous of you know people who have memories like that you know i mean i've got some memories as a kid fishing a little bit with some family friends or whatnot you know but i didn't actually learn really much from anybody so yeah that's really awesome memory to have right there <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, um, how long have, uh, you been married now? Oh, since 97. So oh, yes. quite a, quite a, quite a while, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. you know, after you get to 20, then you start going, wait, um, oh, I know we got married in 97. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're on what year now? <laughs> yep. <laughs> awesome. And you guys both share, uh, kind of a little bit of the same passion for fishing. Yes, I I think I'm a little more addicted than he is, but yes. <laughs> right, yeah. Now, does he have his own kayak too, or are you guys? Yep, yep. He does. Out. He's got an Outback as well. Outback as well. Yep. Those are those are really some awesome awesome kayaks. You know, I started in a Outback as my. Uh, not really like my first kayak, you know, I had a little Pelican that I started out in because mm-hmm. we all got to start somewhere, you know, then yeah. I upgraded to Obi and I was in an Outback for, gosh, six years. And then this is my first year going out of a pearl angler. So it's it's still an adjustment, you know. Are you in the 14? I'm in, I've got both a 14 and a 12. Okay. Um, so yeah, my personal boat is a 14 and then the, uh, the 360, um, I've got in the, uh, in the 12. So oh, you've got the 360. <laughs> Look at yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's my team boat with, um, uh, with quest, quest water sports. Um, so yeah, I, uh, we, I got that back in, was that March? ish yeah it was like it was close to when things started kind of getting a little crazy and I'm glad I got it when I did because it right. was just like it was right before things really started getting kind of crazy so I was pretty fortunate with all that um but um but yeah anyway um you also said that you have a kid kids we have I have two daughters daughters uh, uh, one that's about to be 26 one that's going to be 16 Wow. Nice. nice. Yeah. I'm showing my age. So (laughs) don't tell anybody. (laughs) Um, well I do, I I have seen you post about one of them being in gymnastics. Is that right? Yeah. She, she is a serious gymnast. That's, uh, you know, with everything that's going on, she was actually, hoping to try to do the Olympics this year, but she got injured a few years back that kind of postponed things a little bit. 
but now that things are taking a turn to where next year will be the Olympics, she might actually get to have a shot. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Keep our fingers crossed and see how everything goes. You know, she's got to work and she is definitely, she's a fighter. She works hard. Yeah. Yeah. I know anything when it involves the Olympics or sports like that, it's just like, you know, you live and breathe what you're doing. (laughs) She does that for sure. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. And what's your oldest do? Um, she actually, it, she's got her hair license, just like her mama, and she bartends on the side. She also just got a, a recent job where she's working for a lady who is like a chef, and she delivers all the, the food to her clients. Awesome. So, yeah, she's just keeping busy, you know, right. at that age, you got to keep busy. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. So speaking of, you know, keeping busy and everything that's been uh, kind of going on, I know uh, you're in the good old state of Texas while I'm here in the state of Illinois. I know there's some very big differences as to, you know, what each state can do and can't do. But uh, how have have you been coping with the uh, pandemic that's been going on? Well, let's just say, thank God we could go fishing. (laughs) (laughs) I think I would have lost my mind if I couldn't fish. So I made it. I mean, that's definitely what I've done the most. Um, You know, they did close some of the state parks, but unfortunately, I don't really go to any of the state parks. Um, I go to a lot of local lakes that we didn't have to worry about them being closed down. Um, that I mean, and other than that, is sitting at home trying to get some things done, painting. You know, you know, it's so different because when you go to work, and then you get to go fishing, but when you don't have work, you're like, oh, I I have to go fishing. You know, it's different. It's a different thing. Like I always looked forward to go. And don't get me wrong, I love fishing, but. I always look forward to it because I had a week of work and without it, it was kind of like, Oh, wow. Well, I'm going fishing again. <laughs> like, almost yeah. like I felt bad that I was doing it. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. That's kind of that, uh, that mental mindset, you know, you get that kind of work attitude and you're just like, well, if I'm not working, I shouldn't, you know, deserve to do fun things. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like yep. of everything. It's like, Wait a second, get that out of my head. Of course I can go fishing. <laughs> yeah, but I did catch my PB. Yeah, I saw during, that. During this pandemic. <laughs> that was awesome. And how big is it? was it? Like eight? Eight pounds, six ounces. Six ounces. Holy bajoli. <laughs> That's it was, it was so awesome. Oh my gosh, it was incredible. Right. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen that, um, uh, Shira's got uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you want to plug those in real quick, what those are, if people want to find you and look you up? Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, basically Share Carbastian. And um, uh, let's see, Instagram, I think it's K, it's Share underscore Carbastian. And then Facebook is just Share Carbastian. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, you guys can go check her out on there. Anyway, uh, tell us, uh, how did you catch your, your PB? What were you doing? Um, well, I love the fluke. The fluke is definitely one of my favorites year round. Um, you know, there's, there's one point during the year that it's not so great, but most of the time I can use it all, all through the year. Um, but we were out and my husband and I, we were along some docks and the boats, there was two boats coming into their docks, and I casted my fluke out, and I just let it sink. I just kind of leave a slack line, let it sink, and as I went to tighten my line, I felt at this pressure, so I set my hook, and my rod tip was bent over, and the guy that just pulled his boat in, he was talking to my husband, and he looked over, and he goes, oh my gosh, she has a really good fish on, (laughs) and then (laughs) Then the fish came out of the water and I went, oh my gosh, that's a giant. And then when I got it in the net, I, you know, you're just so excited. And then when I brought it out, my husband, he was like, dude, that was like a 10 pound fish. (laughs) I was like, I don't know how big it is, but man, it was so cool. Oh my gosh. Wow. How long was she? Uh, well, 
when I had it and my husband was helping me, we were measuring it, he got, he said 24 and a quarter. So my eyesight's not very good because I need reading glasses. So I don't wear my reading glasses when I'm fishing. And <laughs> so I was ha having him help me. But then of course, when I kind of leaned her sideways and pushed on her, then of course she, she was like 23 and three, uh, three quarters is when I took the picture. Holy moly. That is a big fish. <laughs> yeah. She, she was awesome. I think she just, she must've just released her eggs because I'm like, man, if she had her eggs, oh, that would have been a giant. <laughs> right. Yeah. Imagine the girth she probably would have had. Oh man. She I was, mean, <laughs> she was beautiful. She was, I mean, beautiful. And it, and I wanted to submit her for, we have here, I, they do the share lunker there. Oh, no, I think it's Texas only. Oh, yes, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, share, we have a share lunker program. Mm -hmm. And so you have to get a picture of it, uh, you know, on the weight, on the scale, um, length. You got to measure it on the length board, uh, get that picture. But uh, we had taken so long because I was so excited. It was so pretty. You know, you just, you're doing everything. But I kept putting her back in the water, and I'd do this, I'd do that. And then finally I was like, wait. We got to get one more picture. I said, I got to get, I got to get a picture of her on the scale. And my husband's like, honey, he goes, you don't have to enter her the share lunker. You know, that's your lunker. You got it. Who, what, why do you got to do that? And I was like, <laughs> you're right. I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> I was like, but I could be entered into a $5,000 drawing. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that there was a, um, a, uh, like an award for it too. Oh yeah. They, I mean, oh. all, if you get, I think it's eight pounds or bigger, you're entered into this $5,000 drawing. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty That's, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I wish Illinois had stuff like that, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, maybe you need to find out who to talk to. Right. Well, there. I mean, we, we got some big fish. It's just, you know, we just can't go to any of these places right now, you know, because they're yeah. all closed. So, True. you know, but uh, that's how it goes sometimes. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see here. What. Um, so what are your favorite places that you like to go to? Um, so here for me, I, I drive quite a bit of distance. Um everything that's my favorite is at least an hour away for me. I go to Wheeler Branch Reservoir, which is in Glen Rose, Texas, uh, 85 feet deep. There's actually walleye in there. Oh, small nice. Mouth, small mouth bass, um, large mouth bass. Yeah. The crazy thing is I've never caught a small mouth out of there or a walleye. I actually did have a friend that did catch a walleye out of there. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's beautiful. It's so clear. The water is, I mean, crystal clear. You see these massive trees under the water that are incredible. And then I go east of where I am to Lake Athens. And that's another one of my favorites. It's a, uh, most of these places are pretty small. I, I don't like a lot of boat traffic. Mm -hmm. Wheeler Branch, there's no boats allowed. So it's basically, oh, nice. yeah, it's awesome. Um, that's why I love that place, especially. And then I also will, I like to go to the river a lot down, uh, you know, but right now they've been releasing water a lot. So it's really dangerous to be out on the river when they're releasing mm. that water from the dam. Gotcha. Yeah. Have you guys had a lot of rain? We have, um, it, and it's crazy. It's like, I'm surprised that they're releasing as much because like it's rained off and on. But when it's not raining, they're still releasing. So I, I'm assuming they're just releasing it from the lakes because the lakes are probably really full. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's not too bad. But hey, I mean, you know, it looks like the uh, the trips that you make are definitely work, uh, worth it for you, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, What's been your uh, best day of fishing? Like how many fish have you caught in one day, would you say? Um, I think... I went to the river one day and I think it was like in the eighties, oh but they were all, they were little teeny tiny fish. I mean, you know, it was like, it was one of those days that the, I think they turned the water on, they turned the water on and we had to fish in this shallow area where we were close to our trucks. 
And it was like everything we were throwing for some reason. I mean, we figured out, my husband figured out some little thing. He just made this little piece of worm that he put on the hook and they were eating it. I was oh, like, nice. what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> right. Sometimes you know, it's one of silly those little things, right. <laughs> but it was fun. You know, we made the most of it. We couldn't catch big fish. So we were like, well, why not catch little fish? <laughs> right. Yeah. Sometimes that's even more fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Now, do you compete in any tournaments ever? Um, I, the last one I did was the Hobie tournament that was at Lake Fork. That was my very first, um, national tournament. Mm -hmm. Um, I went down there cause Christine, uh, cause Christine was there and Kate, Kate was going, Kate was the one that, you know, she was going. So I wanted to go see her and hang out with her. I wasn't going to, I didn't plan on doing it. I was just going to go hang out with her. And then she talked me into it and I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going for the experience and for, you know, just to learn. It was mm-hmm. a very big learning experience for me. Um, but you know, the weather, it can change and Lake Fork is such a big lake that any kind of wind can really, you know, make it very difficult. And the areas that we fished the first day, you know, had no luck. Then the second day we went to a really, really cool little area and I ended up catching a fish. So (laughs) I was so excited. I was going, I'm going to be on the board. I got a fish. I said, Cher, take your time. I measured. I did everything. I looked at the picture, made sure my my, uh, tag was on my board, took the picture, submitted it let the fish go. And five minutes later, I got a message that said, your fish has, um, cannot be submitted. Like they, they couldn't take it. And I was like, oh, what did I do wrong? And I looked, well, what I did when I took the picture, I, I, like I said, I have to wear reading glasses. So I pan in really close to the fish and I didn't pan out far enough to have my tag in it. Oh no. (laughs) And I was so disappointed and I was so upset. And my husband was just like, honey, well, you know, you caught a fish. I mean, and I said, yeah, but nobody else knows I caught one. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to be a zero. And but like I said, I learned I will never do that again. Right. Yep. Yep. Definitely some first time, uh, you know, things, uh, at least you got it out of the way now, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, what's funny is I had missed a fish prior to that one and that fish was much bigger and it was almost God's way of saying, um, it's a good thing you missed that one because that would have been a bigger fish and I would have done the same thing. Right. It was good. It was, it was a great experience. I, I, I loved meeting everybody that I have been friends with on Facebook or Instagram and I speak to and, you know, coming face to face with them and learning some of the techniques that they do. And I mean, it it was incredible. Just uh, all the anglers, how awesome everybody is and how great they are to really, I mean, I, I felt like it was a family. It was a big family. We just laughed and had a great time. It was awesome. Right. I know. Yeah. I got to say, you know, I've definitely been missing the whole tournament scene lately because, you know, you, you miss that camaraderie and that, that yeah. family feeling, you know, get to talk with everybody and see everybody, you know, and just, you know, talk fishing, <clears throat> talk about your day, et cetera, you know, and now it's just like, you know, well, we don't have tournaments, so what am I going to do now? <laughs> you know. Well, it definitely prepared me after that tournament because I didn't really, I wasn't in competition mode mm-hmm. and because my husband was like, I can't believe you didn't catch any fish. And I was like, dude, it was hard fishing because the temperatures were like in the thirties in the morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, it, Cause this cold front had come in. So it was That's cold. Right. It was, it was yeah. not fun. So it was a very tough weekend of fishing. Um, but I did tell him that it taught me something that now when I fish, I always take my board so I can catch my limit. I go out and prepare myself as if I'm in a tournament. Okay. I have this much time. I have five fish to catch. So I make sure to catch my five fish limit. And I've actually been writing it down each time I go out. I, you know, how many inches I catch just so I can kind of see how I'm doing. 
That's that's actually pretty awesome. You know, that's actually a neat way of practicing. You know, you kind of go out and say, all right, you know, this is my time frame. You know, I've got these five fish to catch, you know, and if I catch more, that's great. Right. You know, you can cull probably from that, right. you know, and just, you know, it gets you that experience and that practice, you know, that way you can be like, all right, I've got a fish. I've got to put it on the board, got to take a picture, you know, you get that whole kind of repetition in there. And then that makes you so much better of an angler too. That's awesome. Absolutely. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. Um, let's see here. Uh, um, well, I know, let's see here. The next event was supposed to be Chickamauga, but that's been postponed until November, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. And then I'm trying to remember what else was coming up. Um, I know that Hobie's supposed to be announcing about Kentucky Lake, I think on like Monday or a week from Monday or something like that. So, but um, if tournaments are going to be happening again, do you have any upcoming ones that you're maybe trying to plan on going to? You know, now that I'm I'm actually back to work, that makes it a little tough to to plan mm. anything. Um, I was hoping that I was going to get to do Lake Erie. Oh, um, yes. But they canceled that because I was like, oh, well, if I'm off, my daughter's not doing gymnastics, then I could go. <laughs> and then right. it got canceled. It was like, oh. But, uh, no, you know, I'm, I'm really going to definitely try to do some local tournaments. I think – most of the tournaments here are getting to the end. So, like I said, I have really just kind of been preparing myself to when I do my next tournament, I can feel like I'm actually not just some newbie coming into a tournament up against these amazing anglers that <laughs> do it all the time. I feel like I'm like this little peon. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. That's, I mean, I still feel that way a lot of times too, you know, going to these bigger tournaments, you know, and you got these big names out there and you're like, who am I in this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can catch some fish. I, I, I have no doubt that I can catch fish, but mm -hmm. I, you know, like I said, I'm used to going to the same places. So it's stepping out of that box and going to somewhere new and learning those waters. And, you know, that is such a huge thing that I want to be a part of. Right. Yep, exactly. It's an, all about, you know, stepping out your stepping outside of your comfort zone right. and, you know, approving upon yourself, you know, that, that takes a lot of, it takes work, you know, it takes dedication, it takes time, it takes patience, you know, and, you know, it, it takes a lot as an angler sometimes too, just to be able to step outside of your comfort zone and leave, mm -hmm. you know, your known waters and your known places you know, I mean, like for me, I love like my local lakes and stuff that, you know, they're dirty water kind of stained or whatever. And then as soon as I'm in clear water, I'm like, I feel like an alien. <laughs> That's so funny because I'm complete opposite. I love the clear water. I oh, yeah. love it. Oh my gosh. Clear water is my favorite. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> That's what most people say. That's what's funny to me is I hear that a lot. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, no, I want to fish clear. I want to see the fish. I want to <laughs> watch them. I love watching them. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, anymore, I'm just like, give me stained water any day because I'm <laughs> used to it. I love it. I know how to fish it because that's all I have around me. And if I wanted to go to clear water, I got to go up to Wisconsin or I got to go over to uh, Michigan. You know, there's not a whole lot of clear water areas, you know, around me. So it's quite wow. a haul. So, you know, that's kind of what I'm used to. Yeah. But not so. But yeah, yeah. I remember the first time when I fished a clear water, like I'm trying to remember what it was. It was somewhere up in Wisconsin. It was either, it might have been Nagawicka or it might have been on the Madison chain. I can't remember which one, but I remember getting on the water and I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> I'm like, I can see everything. I know the fish can see me. And like, I'm used to throwing darker baits. And I'm like, I didn't bring like lighter colors. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but you know, I, I've told myself, I'm like, all right, you know, I know better now, you know, I can get more well prepared and try to plan as much as I can and everything. But it, it still will sometimes overwhelm me. Um, I'd went up to uh, Lake Geneva in Wisconsin a couple of weeks ago, and I had never been on there either. Crystal clear water, you know, and like the winds start kind of booking up too. They got about like 50 miles an hour, which, you know, in a Hobie isn't too bad, but still, you know, 
having to fight the wind and right ways and then the boat traffic really started picking up too so you know it, it's always humbling you know when you have experiences like that and you're just in clear water and like i can see them fishing around that dock and uh, throwing uh, stuff at them and they're not eating it <laughs> <laughs> well that was the fun part about like the reservoir that i go to how clear it is mm-hmm. and with all the bed fishing i this was oh. really my first year to really bed fish oh, and it was so much fun. Like I would literally sit there and I'd be like, okay, they don't like this color. They don't like this color. They don't like this. They don't want the craw. You know what they really like? Uh, I get them to hit every time on a fluke. Oh yeah. Fluke. You put it and you let it sit on their bed. They will come up to it and hit it. And if they don't like that color, then try different colors. Cause that fluke, they do not like a fluke on their bed. Right. Huh. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> oh, but it's so much fun. Oh my God. Right. Just to watch him go up to it. Oh, like, I know. Take- right. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that, that, that's, you know, that's things that, you know, I do miss out sometimes, though, is like being able to see the fish like hit your bait sometimes, too. Like every once in a while, I'll see the wake of a fish coming up or uh, yeah. like if I'm skipping something underneath a dock or like in the bushes, I can see it coming from the side. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's know? awesome. But like to be able to like throw it in the water and like watch a fish swim up to it, you know, you don't usually get those opportunities until I get to go to clear water. But uh, yeah, still, still all the same. But yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Um, all right. Let's see here. So um, uh, last year was the uh, first uh, women's uh, event, the uh, Worldwide Fishing Federation. And uh, now we've changed our name a little bit less of a mouthful. The uh Women's Fishing Federation, and uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, your experience with that. Oh my gosh, that was the most incredible thing ever. I mean, I met some incredible women. Um, I made some new friends that I love absolutely, and I mean, you know, it was just going and learning so many different things. I mean, like the day that we had where we got to learn the waters and how to read the water, you know, and that day, I remember I, we went out, I think it, it might've been our last day where we had to, to whoever caught the biggest fish yes. that day. And I went out after taking that class and off the point, I actually caught two big old bass and ended up winning the biggest bass. That's and right. That you was, did. That was just from going into a class and learning. And it was incredible. I mean, I didn't do all of the classes that they had, but I did as much as I could. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, it was, and the gatherings in the evening when we got to sit around the fire and, oh. you know, drink some moonshine. And, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had so much fun. I can't wait. I can't wait for next, this year. I'm so excited. I know. Yeah. I'm super excited for this year, too. Um, we're going to be on Table Rock this year, which, it's just, it's a little bit further away um, from where it was this year, but it's still kind of near the uh, the Branson area and whatnot. But uh, yeah, we've definitely got some awesome setups and Table Rock. I've never fished on it or I've been on it, but as a kid, we did uh, family trips down to Branson a few times and would go boating out there. But like, I've never actually been on it since then. Mm-hmm. So uh, it'll be an experience to be on there. But uh, yeah, super excited, super looking forward to, you know, seeing everybody again. And just, you know, having the whole experience and everything, too. Oh, you know? yeah. Well, hopefully we won't get a, as much rain as we did the first <laughs> night and the boats end up disappearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. It, like, I remember driving down there. Uh, it, like, I left Illinois, and I probably drove a half hour, and then it just, it never stopped raining. <laughs> yeah. It just never stopped raining. It was crazy. I wasn't even sure if we were even going to get to fish. I was like, oh, man, I drove all the way over here from Texas. I said, I better be able to fish. And it was cold. I remember that first morning how cold it was. And, and you know what was the coolest thing is knowing that there were chicks out there that loved fishing as much as I did that would get up in 30-degree weather and go, I'm out of here. I'm getting on the water. Yes, yes. And you're just like that are others out there like me? Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited too. I can't wait. And just, you know, just being able to be a part of it too. And like, uh, you know, being able to help with it too, you know, just makes me feel so much more 
like, you know, accomplished and just like, it gives me more of a purpose too. You know, I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be like a top angler, like Christine Fisher or anything like that. I mean, I, I wish I could, but like, I think I still got quite a few years before (laughs) I can get to that level, but you know, at least, you know, with the experiences that I've had, you know, in the past that I've traveled, you know, at least I can take what I know and what I've learned and try to pass it on to others too, especially, you know, women in this industry too. And we are thankful for that. Thank you for all you do because you do a lot. Exactly. You do a great job. Well, um, if there are any other ladies uh, out there listening or watching, um, what would you have to say to, you know, any other ladies who are thinking about getting into kayak fishing? I say do it. I mean, you won't regret it. It's, it's an, it's an incredible experience. If you, if the being outside and being outdoors so close to the nature and it's just, it, it takes you to a different place. Even if you don't want to fish and you don't catch fish, just being outside and being in that experience, I mean, is one of the best parts. Just listening to the birds. I mean, the sounds that you hear, like I don't listen to music when I fish. I love to hear the sounds. I hear the birds. I hear the crickets. I hear the frogs. Sometimes children laughing, you know, parents talking to their kids. I mean, it's those things to me that are so important in this life that I love. And the fishing, catching fish is just a bonus. That's a bonus, you know. But <laughs> yep. it's it's learning. Go out and learn, you know. To find other women that, um, you know, that want to go out and do the same thing with you. And you guys can learn from each other. Awesome. Yep. Yep. Very much. You know, I can agree to, you know, whenever I'm out fishing and everything, I don't have music playing or nothing just because it's like, you know, it's, it's another distraction to add. And of course, you know, you can't really hear if there's like other boats coming up on you or if there's right. another kayak coming up you and they start talking to you and you realize halfway through they're talking, they're like, Oh, there's somebody talking to me and I got my headphones on, <laughs> you know, but um, no, yeah, I like to be, you know, fully immersed into, you know, nature as much as I can and just, you know, escape all the noise of the world and everything and just, you know, go out, relax as much as you can. And again, you know, add a bonus if you catch fish too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm just, I'm one of those. I, I talk, I talk to the fish. I talk to the animals. I talk to the, the bugs. I, I, you know. <laughs> now, do, do you guys get those really bad black gnats like we do? Um, they, they're I, only for a certain time of year. They just started coming out, but they're they're really tiny and they'll swarm your oh face yeah. and they'll oh bite, yeah. but you don't really feel it until you get home and then your face swells up. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I'm sure we have those. I mean, I, I haven't, I don't think I've been bit by them. I mean, I usually, our mosquitoes are so bad. Oh, those, yeah, I bet they are. <laughs> mosquito, they're terrible. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a good time. I mean, you know, women get out there, go fish, learn. It's it's a great thing. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Now, there was one other thing, kind of an oddball thing that I wanted to ask you, too. Now, down in Texas, I know you guys got gators down there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen any or encountered any in your fishing? No. No. Nope, I have not, which is funny because some of these lakes that are really close to me have them and, you know, you see the signs, watch for gators. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, do I really, ha- I, I don't know. It would be, it would be nerve wracking if I saw one, but most of the people that I talk to, they're like, they're not going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Most, the only time you really need to pay close attention is when the, it's mating season. Oh yes. Um, that that's, I mean, what I've heard from other anglers. Mm-hmm. So it would be, it, I, I, I mean, get the, you know, bejeebie scared out of me if I didn't see one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That, and don't mess with their babies either is what I've heard yeah. too. <laughs> but we see, I see snakes all the time. I yeah. mean, I mean, I was just fishing the other day and this snake, I must've scared this snake and this snake went under and it was in the clear lake, which was good. He went under the water. He came up, he put his head up out of the water at me and I, put my hobie in reverse i'm like dude let me get out of your way (laughs) and he swam around like he was gonna come and get on my kayak i was like dude go get away from me (laughs) 
Oh, man. Yeah. Have you had any other interesting animal encounters before? Um, no. I mean, there was a pond that we used to fish that had some, uh, they, not otters, like little beavers, the beavers that would swim in there. But, I mean, we never had any encounters with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, nothing nothing scary, just snakes, you know. Yeah. And, like I said, I try to stay out of their way. If I see them coming, I'm like, okay, let me move out. Yep. <laughs> I'm in your way, sir. Let me move. <laughs> Pardon me. Pardon yeah. me. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, let's see here. What else? I totally had something else, and now I totally lost it. Um, <laughs> that happens to me all the time. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um here um yeah i'm totally blinking right now anyway um let's see here anything else that you want to share or uh, any other experiences you've had like i guess you know being being like a, a lady you know in the kayak fishing world you know and you, you haven't really you know tournament fished a whole lot you know you had your first experience which sounded like it was really awesome which is really great you know but have you encountered any, you know, other guys or anything out there who just, you know, didn't really treat you right or anything like that? Or has everything been pretty kind of smooth selling for you? You know, like I said, this this um, fishing industry, the people that are in it are, are a really great group of people. Everybody's pretty close at, you know, wanting to help. I'm, I'm lucky and fortunate that I haven't had any issues with anybody. Everybody, I mean, has been pretty nice. Um, you know, of course it's, it's hard sometimes when I go out by myself, you have to pay very close attention. Yes. Uh, yep. I, I was kidnapped when I was younger. So, oh my God. And held at gunpoint. What? Yeah. Yep. Whoa, so, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, what? Yeah. Oh my God. I was, uh, I was, I was probably six, 17, 18 years old and yep, I had, I was, at a party and my boyfriend was driving around looking as an apartment complex and I was walking around. Of course I was drunk underage. I wasn't supposed to be doing that, but I was. And this guy pulls up and he says, you don't be walking out here by yourself. He was at the party and I was like, Oh, I'm okay. He drove off. As soon as he pulled off this guy out of a bush jumps out, he has a ski mask on, grabs me, takes me across the street behind all the trees and you know it happens so fast that you're just like is this real and at this time this is when uh punked was on and i you know you're kind of oh my god am i being punked right now just like wait what's happening are my friends messing with me like what what yeah but it was probably a good thing that i was drunk because i talked a lot (laughs) i just i mean i was just going on and on about my life and this and that and you know, he, he kept getting up, trying to look, you know, because you could hear my friends calling for me, and my boyfriend was driving, and finally, after so long, you know, I don't know how long it was, but I finally told him, I was like, look, let's make a plan, let's just pretend that um, I came back here and used the restroom, I said, I'll put my head down on my lap, I'll count to three, you can take off running, I'll, I, I don't know where you're going to go, and he was like, oh, well, you were drunk when I found you, let's just say that you passed out back here, and I'm thinking, okay, whatever. So uh, before we did that, he says, can I have a hug? I gave him a hug. I put my head down in my lap. I counted to three. I heard him take off running. Well, after I counted to three, I got up and started walking. Well, he stopped. And all I could think of, he's going to shoot me. And he didn't. And I just kept walking. Well, my friends, they'd already called the police. So the helicopter came. They actually caught him. Yeah, they caught him. He was a 26-year-old married man. And he had just got done watching something, you know, not so good for women on TV and decided to stalk his first woman. And that happened to be me. Oh, my God. Yep. That's. Uh, wow. That, that that's, in, <laughs> that's insane. <crazy>. Yeah. <laughs> well, I. Wow. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't think I've ever met anybody that's had a crazy experience like that before. That's, oh my God. I mean, I'm glad that, you know, everything turned out okay that, you know, you didn't get hurt or anything, but holy crap. 
Wow. Yeah. But it makes you, I mean, it definitely, I mean, I'm very, um, I pay very close attention to everything now, you know, I, bet. You to, I mean, my husband, and I, we've got code words, we've got ways to communicate with each other, awesome. you know, always, uh, as soon as I'm on the water, off the water, you know, we're always in contact with each other. That's, that's awesome. That's good to hear. You know, that safety is one of those things that I try to be a really big advocate for, you know. I've had two pretty crazy experiences with the uh, tournament fishing, you know, the death of an angler being one of them. And then another oh. angler, uh, being ran over by a boat pretty much. Um, <gasps> so yeah, uh, that happened last year. Um, so oh yeah, my gosh. yeah, a boat was coming at him and his wife or girlfriend was sitting in the front of it. It was just like a John boat. And he was in the back and he wasn't really paying attention, but his wife was sitting in the front. So like he couldn't really see past or anything. And the guy in the kayak, you know, kind of was like, he was paying attention luckily, you know, and saw the boat coming at him was just like, Hey, Hey, and had to bail out like last minute. And then it wasn't until the boat went over the kayak that he realized that there was a kayaker there. So, oh you know, it was, gosh. yeah, it was very fortunate that it turned out the way that it did because it could have been a lot worse, you know, and kind of going back to, you know, having headphones on when you're out fishing, you know, I'm just like, you know, if he wouldn't have been paying attention, if he would have had headphones on, he wouldn't have even known the better or anything like that. So, you know, right. always being aware of your surroundings is like vital. And I mean, especially launches. You know, I mean, there's some launches around this area that are kind of in the middle of nowhere, you know, right. and having that, that plan, you know, set up with your husband or whatever, be like, Hey, this is where I go. Like with mine, you know, I I've taken him to my launches. I'm like, this is where I launch, you know, and I use an app called three, uh, life 360. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. 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 And it, it just, you know, it follows me wherever I go, as long as I have a good signal, you know? So like, you know, if there's ever a point to where if I don't respond to a text or a call or something like that, you know, it's like, all right, after a certain time frame, just come to my spot, see if my truck is gone, see if it's still there. Then if it's still there, you know, then, you know, have that plan of action from there. But um, yeah, knowing your surroundings and also, you know, looking out for yourself too. you know, if you ever get to a boat ramp and somebody else is there and you're not comfortable, Hey, leave, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Don't ever do anything that's going to make yourself uncomfortable. You know, if somebody's giving you the heebie jeebies, you know, get out of there as soon as you can. And if, you know, all else fails, you know, fight for your life, you know? Absolutely. So yeah, that's, wow. I still can't. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's a crazy thing. It's I'm very, very fortunate to be still be here to be able to talk about it. You yes. Know, with yeah. nothing terrible that happened, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, there, there could have been a million different things that could have happened. And luckily there wasn't anything mm -hmm. else that happened. So yep. yeah, glad that, uh, you know, I mean, in a weird sense, glad that it turned out the way that it did and, you know, nothing else. So, whew, wow. <laughs> <laughs> craziness. Oh. Um, let's see here. Well, we'll try to end on a positive note here. Um, what do you, uh, anything you have, uh, besides the women's event coming up in this fall, uh, you have anything else that you're looking forward to, uh, coming up? Well, since everything is kind of a little put on hold, not knowing what's going to happen, um, we don't really have a lot of plans. I mean, you know, it's just going to be a day by day thing. And yeah. seeing what happens, uh, you know, the women's thing is going to be the, the number one thing that I'm going to be at, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody else is in the same boat, too, you know, with after everything that's happened this year, you know, everybody's just like, let's just get this year over with and let's get to October and just do it. <laughs> that's right. September. Yeah. Yeah. So. We'll see. I mean, you know, if I can get in a local tournament here or there, I'll try to do that. Um, I don't know what's going to be. I mean, everything that Hobie's going to put on is probably going to be pretty far. And like I said, since I'm finally just now getting back to work, mm -hmm. I don't know if that'll be in the stars for me. But we'll see. You never know. Right. Yep. You, you never, never know. know. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. 
Well, uh, hey, uh, do you have any uh, sponsors you'd like to uh, give a shout out or a thanks to? Well, definitely Hobie Fishing, yeah. for sure. The best ever. That's right. And uh, Anglers Pro Tackle and Sports Outdoors, they are the reason why I'm a part of Hobie is because I got my first Hobie kayak from them. And any, any of my fishing needs, love them. Um, Locket Lures Outlet is, that's my fluke that I use is great. And, you know, I love the Zoom fluke, but this one just, it holds up just a little bit better than that Zoom. Cause that Zoom will turn inside out. This one just holds up. Love it. Um, you know, and then I, I wear Viking, I wear glasses, but you know, my main ones, Hobie Anglers and Locket Lures. Those are it. Those are my main, my main squeezes. <laughs> awesome 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 sauce and i know uh you've got a uh, you've got a kayak cushion don't you i do kayak yes, cushion for yes, sure yes those best. are pretty awesome yes yeah i've got the uh i won that uh that green one during the saint patty's day and i'm like That's oh my right. god this is awesome. <laughs> yes kayak cushion if, if, if anybody needs anything i'm telling you i had a sciatic nerve problem and the second i got one of those it totally helped my sciatic nerve Mm-hmm. totally oh, helped yeah. it oh yeah I yeah. mean I it, you can tell a difference when you're used to sitting on it and then you don't have it oh my gosh it's yeah. like what the heck yeah it's a huge <laughs> difference night and day difference yeah I noticed like when I first put it on there and I sat on it, I was like where's this been my entire life <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> awesome. we're gonna have to start talking to Hobie and go Hobie we need you to make seats out of kayak cushions. Right. Let's incorporate your cushions into your seats and call it a day. Like, yes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, Shira, thanks again for coming on today. And again, if you guys want to follow her, uh, you can find her on uh, Instagram, which is share underscore Carbassian. Correct. Yep. And then uh, her Facebook page, share uh, Carbassian. And, uh, yeah, you can uh, follow her adventures on there. Um, otherwise, uh, that's all we've got for today. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Go check out the website, guys. Paddle, the letter N and Finn.com. Also check out YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're doing giveaways, announcements, things like that at Facebook and Instagram at paddle and fin. Shout out to our show supporters, Rocktown Adventures, Leveling Canoe and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com. You can put the paddle and fin logo go right on your catchboard. Don't forget to go over and pick up your Jig Masters jigs. Use promo code PNF20 and save 20% today. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps grow the audience, helps others find our podcast. So please drop a five-star rating in on the podcast platform you're listening on. Don't forget about the Recycled Plastics program, you guys. Take your used plastic baits, put them in an envelope, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our man Eric Richards at Hammered Lures melts those down, makes new baits, and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water.